Hello and welcome back to the podcast. We are coming back from a long weekend, so we hope everybody else enjoyed their weekend as well. Um, I had a pretty tough weekend, to mm. be honest, and we can get into that. It's a little, it's not as lighthearted, but I think I think we can start this off with a little bit of lightheartedness from Brittany's oh. weekend here. Oh, I think Brittany might have a shady story to share that happened over the weekend. So, I mean, if you will, it it was you know any old relaxing, beautiful weekend on a lake. Um, one would think, one would imagine, one would think it was my mom's birthday. We had to do it up. We had to celebrate. We had family in town, um, and you know, I wasn't expecting. <laughs> the outcome of what what went down out on the lake and this this is you know we are pretty peaceful with our neighbors we make friends on the lake Mm -hmm. there have been a few minor incidents throughout the time of us living on this lake where we've gotten into arguments if you will drama drama with other lake goers um but it's been a minute the last the last argument was a couple years ago well there's one thing i think i think we've all learned that you will be petty but not necessarily up front no no i'm not really but one thing we can share with the listeners i think is that your mom will never back down from a fight oh no she will not maybe that's where you get it from that's absolutely where i get it from and here's the thing is she listened to the podcast where we talked about me being petty she was like I don't think you're that petty. She was being <laughs> petty about compared to her, <laughs> comparing to her, and I'm sure I'll hear from her about when this. she hears in this exact moment that she's listening to this. So, anyways, we're out on the lake. My dad is driving us around on um on a speedboat, and then we were going around, you know, just the lake a couple of times. And there are lake rules, like you can only drive. It's either clockwise or counterclockwise is how you're supposed to go out the lake. So if you're going out, you can't just be going in any old direction on the lake. You need to be going from right to left. Similarly, you can't just be anchored anywhere on the lake. There's a few spots where there's like not too much room to get around certain corners because there's island land. Right. And it's also like common courtesy. Common courtesy to not anchor out around the corners where people are turning and driving their boats at 6 p.m. at night, prime boating time. Maybe not prime boating time, but definitely not late. Um, So we were doing our laps, and we noticed this woman on this pontoon on, like, our second lap, our third lap. She's kind of far away from us, so we can't fully see her. Um, It's far enough where we can't tell. She's doing something with her arms. It's a boo. She's booing us. Um, and she had her phone up just like this. So she was recording us. The lake that our family has a house on, um, has, you know, as some communities do a Facebook page. Um, so like, oh, that clip that's going on the Facebook page. And lo and behold, within like five minutes of us being back from the boat ride, it was on the fucking Facebook page. And so I guess should, should I read what she said? Basically, in short, so I get the messages from Brittany. She's like, look at what this lady just posted about us, like, in yeah. our community Facebook. She was basically asking if anyone knew who this boat was. And so... Thanks. At first, I responded back, and I go, what losers, with exclamation points, knowing that it was us. And my mom was like, don't say that. Then they'll think we're losers. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was but, like, sarcasm. Mom, so her mom sees this, and of course, like, she's not going to take shit. The lady was accusing them of, like, going too fast near anchored boats. But they were like, why the hell was she anchored there? We didn't even know. Like, and she we was were anchored so, there. We were well over 100 feet away from them. This lady was claiming we were, like, within a hundred feet almost hit them like we were so far away i couldn't tell if she was thumbs up or thumbs down and i said could have been either one you could need glasses but yes that too but also i want to preface this by saying so i don't know the situation i wasn't there but i will say that if britney's dad was driving the boat he is the most responsible man that i know have ever met never (laughs) do that so i just knew right away i'm like oh this lady just like 
wants to be a Karen on Facebook. Oh, like, she was it's absolutely fine. a Karen. But then so, so then the post gets deleted. Which, Not yet. Oh, my you, mom you were commented commenting on it yeah. twice and then her comment got removed and then comments were turned off. So, but your mom said like, that's us. We did not do that. Yeah. Why are you anchored there? Yep. And then, so it gets deleted. Probably the like manager of the page was like, oh shit, this is not this going, is going down. sideways. <laughs> so deletes it. So then doesn't your mom make a post she herself? She made her post saying, I don't... <laughs> <laughs> don't know why the admin turned comments off dot 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 but <laughs> fully calls her out by name asked if anyone recognized the boat and i said it was mine dot 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 and oh then just keeps God. going with the dot dot dots um she said thank you in the end of it that post got deleted um this facebook administrator was like what is going and then on i posted and i basically because then everything was deleted and i already had screenshots so i took exactly what said and basically said in my own words because i took a picture of about her. them yes because i took a picture of their you boat you know reversed <laughs> it and we're like why are you anchored out there do yes, you know I whose boat this I, is yes i did i said anyone recognize this boat oh my god being very disrespectful Thanks. And then that got deleted too. And but in that moment, I was just really upset. I wasn't there to witness oh in real time because I could just imagine your mom being like, we'll go over there right now and tell she, her. She wants, she's going to kill me when she listens. <laughs> she wants to run for the board now of oh the Lake God. Association. She honestly should. There'd she be like parties every weekend on the Lake. Of She'd like, be such what so it, good at what's it. What's the... The parade, the boat parade. Yes, there's like a boat, boat parade, parade every, every month. <laughs> Even when the, the lake is frozen over, another boat parade. <laughs> It'd be crazy. Yeah. She was PTO president once. You remember that? It was when we were in elementary school. Freaking Dora the Explorer was at our first day of school. She had characters come to the first day of school. Honestly, that's such a perfect job for your mom. I know. She should definitely be on it. I know. She thinks I'm going to be her social media coordinator. She was like, that's your role. Oh she was making God. a whole plan when we were, you know, in it's the midst of this battle. for this? Y yeah. I would love to be a part of it. But yeah, your, your weekend was a lot more fun than mine. When you were sending me this, I was on my deathbed. So I was like. Yeah, you weren't doing so well. Please send me updates. <laughs> What's going on? I needed entertainment. No, you. No. I was like, this might not be a good time, but here's what's going yeah, on with me. You're like, me. how are you feeling? By the way, we're in we're a Facebook fight. <laughs> I'm like, oh, cool. Um, No, so it was so freaking weird. So I've always gotten migraines. And it was so funny because mm -hmm. I was thinking about like if I was going to talk about this or not. And I'm like, dude, I've got asthma, eczema, migraines. There's just so much shit the wrong with me. On. And I was just thinking, when I don't have all those things, you bitches better watch out. Because we're coming for you. Um, <laughs> no, but anyway, so I've always gotten migraines, but not to this point. So I woke up on Friday and my head was hurting. Not like anything crazy yet, but I was right. like, I'm going to be proactive. I'm going to take Tylenol. I get up, I take medicine. I go to lay back down because it was like seven in the morning. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'll just lay back down for a little bit. It'll go away. Within 20 minutes, I'm up vomiting. I'm like, perfect. It's a full blown migraine. Mm -hmm. Continuously until I think for like four hours, five hours, yeah. I continued to just vomit. So I was like, all right, I need to go to the hospital. Anyways, <laughs> nothing's wrong with me, turns out. Or so they say. So I'm like fully, I don't know. I, I self-diagnose a lot. Yes, so you like, do, actually. I'm like in there. I'm like, no, something's wrong with me. Like you need to do all these tests. And they're like, ma'am, it's a migraine. Mm -hmm. I'm like, perfect. Thank you. So I go home. I'm fine. But then next day, which this has never happened to me, and it is the I'm weirdest scared. thing. I had what, what Google says is a positional headache, which means if you lay down, you mm -hmm. don't have a headache at all. But if you, you sit up. go straight, so basically if you sit up, stand, walk, anything, sharp pains so i've never had that in my life so i'm laying down the morning i'm like yes i feel better like my migraine's gone i go to stand up and like sharp pains go down the left side of my head i'm like what the fuck is going on so then i start panicking start self-diagnosing obviously i'm like texting Google. everyone i'm like i've got uh cerebral spinal fluid leak in my brain all this stuff and like 
Anyways, <laughs> I ended up being fine by Sunday, but I was like, if this persists, like I may die. So I was like, like, genuinely, like I didn't know what was going no, that's on. That's so true because we met in the parking lot to walk over here, and I was like, how's it going? And you're like, just happy to be alive. <laughs> Dude, like I've been literally since Sunday morning. I a pep has been in my step like never before because I genuinely you was defeated like, something. <laughs> I was going to pass away. I thought like for real. So when I woke up on Sunday and I was okay, I was like, oh my God, I'm going to make it to see another Less day. Up. Um, but yeah, so that's what I went through this weekend. That's um, wild. But my paranoia like translated into everything, which I think it always does. Mm. I don't realize how much like I am like my mother in the sense of every single thing like scenario that could go wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm the one that's going to point it out. Like you shouldn't do that. You might get a brain eating amoeba. Yeah. Which is what I was <laughs> telling. So our travel nursing friend stopped over on Sunday. Right. And she's like been off in Hawaii, like doing all these crazy things. And she's like telling me all these amazing stories. And I'm like, okay, but you shouldn't do that because you're going to get a brain eating amoeba. Mm-hmm. And she's like, can you get off the internet? And I'm like, no, seriously, don't Proud do of that. Her. <laughs> um, but then she starts telling me how she's like going to Europe yeah. on a whim, basically. And I did the same thing when Elena was going for her honeymoon. Mm-hmm. I just started like telling her all the things I've seen on TikTok about what could just go like wrong traveling there yeah pickpocking this that and so i start doing the same thing to our friend and i'm like well just so you know like this Think is happening there you're like my mom and that's how I, my mom was before i went to europe really and then i just mm-hmm. start like going i'm like attenzione pickpocket and so <laughs> oh is that what you you're not, supposed to say no are you not on that tiktok side no. oh so there's a lady and which <laughs> Right now, I can't even think about if our friend's going to Italy, but supposedly there's this lady in Italy. She's like an older lady, and she just watches out for pickpockets. And if she sees draws them, attention to it. she screams and draws attention That's to them. That's incredible. And they get so pissed. And like everyone videos her, and she's basically famous on TikTok. For announcing and so, pickpocketers. Like, I just kept doing that to our friend the whole time she was over. I'm just like, attenzione, pickpocket. <laughs> and... Uh, she was like, can you stop? You're freaking me out. No, pickpocketing is a big deal over there. I know, but then she goes home and I start like telling her because also when she told me she was doing travel nursing, I think I talked about this, how mm-hmm. I was the one that gave her like a bunch of weapons yes. and like alarms and stuff to bring. Anything you could need for home security on the go, that she now has. Yeah, and so, but you can't bring that stuff in a carry-on which when you go to Europe you're really only supposed to bring that you're not supposed to have like a bunch of luggage so I was googling like weapons that aren't really weapons that you could bring in a carry-on so I send her like a list of like all these things to bring in her bag and she's like oh that's a good idea but I thought they were good ideas um which I didn't even know you could do this but supposedly you can bring a wine corkscrew in your carry-on so I was like you could put it in your fist and pew if someone's messing with you on the street, not like just messing with you, but like if they assault you. Um, also, you can bring tools Good that are under. <laughs> Good clarification. Don't just like attack somebody. Only when necessary. <laughs> Only if you're assaulted, do you use that fucking wine cord. Um, also, you can bring tools that are under seven inches. So like a screwdriver you could bring. Um, you can also bring nail trimming scissors, which I kind of knew because one time I accidentally packed them in my thing. And it was okay. And it, no one said anything. So thank God. But yeah. So this is only for the intended purposes. I'm just, these are just ideas. Only um, in the case of assault. Exactly. Um, Not if someone's messing with you. <laughs> they're just like bothering you. <laughs> Not like, if someone is simply well, <laughs> irritating you on the streets of Europe. Well, no, like there's all these different things I see on TikTok where it'll be like, if somebody comes up to you and pretends to want to dance with you or like don't do sell it. you a flower, sell yes. you a bracelet. Yes. They're trying to distract you to pickpocket you. Oh, trust me. I heard it all before I went to Italy. My mom made me get this freaking. she's really going to have it with me <laughs> once she listens to this. I just wanted to use a cute trendy purse when I was in Italy as one does. Not on Cheryl's watch. Not on her fucking watch. I had this. <laughs> 
state-of-the-art safety bag that was like a purse it was like designed so like if someone came at the cuts it they can't cut it that nobody could come up to it and scan the bag and get your credit card numbers there was like five locks on everything to open it and there was this ugly fucking satchel that i had to use the whole time and then i always see people like on their honeymoons or like study or no just traveling the world at this point not even just studying abroad and they have like their cute bag with their cute outfit i'm like well hopefully they don't get pickpocketed because i wasn't allowed to have that i mean you could have but i had a backpack too it was a it was like a matching set it was like a smart backpack and a smart satchel i swear i mean honestly that'd be me i've never been to europe which i think we've also talked about Mm -hmm. and i really do want to go but all the videos i see on tiktok stress me out but then at the same time i'm like this is literally everywhere like when we went to nashville for a bachelorette yeah one of the girls in our group literally got their phone pickpocketed out of their pocket yeah it's not just europe so like it's it's it can happen anywhere especially when there's crowds and stuff so like I don't know. I think it's just because of the stuff that I see. Right. You I'm always got to be mindful. aware of it. But. Which is good. So when we inevitably go and travel Europe. Okay. You'll be safe. I've also said this. I feel like there's so much to see and do when it's not that far away. Mm-hmm. Like for some reason, Europe seems so small to me because like, I just feel like you can get to a lot of different cities within a short period of time. Yes. Cause they have the, and I'm probably going to say this wrong. They have like the high speed trains and you can just take those Dude, from I like, to, from like point A to point B. Well, that's like what you got to take to get around. Also from what I hear, plane tickets, once you get over to Europe are a lot cheaper to get from like point A to point B. Yeah, like it's, it's like not that far. Yes. Cause it's not as expensive from like traveling from, here to anywhere yeah i don't know if i could do the train thing you know what i was thinking actually recently mm. remember how like all those trains were derailing for like a minute yes was whatever happened and uh, no, i don't think we followed up not like just us <laughs> personally but i feel like just no one i feel like no about one followed up because maybe that we were distracted by something else going on because there's aliens been a, dude there's multiple things, things that we have not addressed since we've been back and i feel like we're really slacking because first things first and i wanted to bring this up and i've forgotten for three episodes now the aliens no no one cared about those no and neither did exactly you. <laughs> neither do i i don't even care to talk about it right now but we are not wearing headphones anymore and it's really not that big a deal, but <laughs> I feel like they were a big part of season one. And we just they like, were. we we wore them every day. We woke up one day and we said no more headphones. Well, cause we got good practice at Lollapalooza not having them. And I just always assumed that we needed them. Never um, asked, never really had a good reason for why we had to have them on. It was just to hear well, ourselves We talked about better. this on the Patreon. Join the Patreon if you want bonus content. We're so funny there. Oh. I just swear. <laughs> that ass. You guys are really missing out. No. Um, <laughs> we we kick our feet up and we... I mean, I'm not going to lie. We, we are say getting, wild things on we're there. We're getting laxed here as well, but on there... Things are out of control. You guys don't even know what goes on. <laughs> um. Anyways, back to the point. So, no, we, we didn't need them, but you can hear... Yeah, if the mics are working good and like if you need we to have move no closer, clue now. <laughs> we just I guess we, we just, just know because care. I look at the board and I say the louder I talk, the higher that oh that little bar goes, and it's like a game for me. It's like at like how loud the can fair, I hear? Yeah, when they like swing and you hit the thing, goes all the way up. That's what I attempt to do with my voice. You know we can't resist a shady celebrity headline. So the question we've been obsessed with is who killed Mia. We're talking, of course, about the epic new murder mystery game from today's sponsor, Relatable. You may know them for their internet famous party games like What Do You Meme, Let's Get Deep, and New Phone Who Dis, but Who Killed Mia is a fresh take on murder mystery storyline for the social media age. Centered around the fictional influencer Mia Starr and her untimely death, players work to solve the case using a mix of physical and immersive digital evidence to uncover the killer. We started the game and literally could not put it down until we solved day one. You should have seen the way we had the evidence sprawled out on the table like we were actually solving a true crime mystery. And with spooky season right around the corner, planning a murder mystery game night solving who killed Mia is the perfect fall activity. When it comes to stalking your favorite celebrity, you always get to the bottom of it. But can you get to the bottom of the murder of the world's favorite influencer and solve the case of who killed Mia? Find out at your next game night. 
This is a groundbreaking, digitally immersive murder mystery game from Relatable, the creators of the hit game, What Do You Mean? And you can also save 20% off with promo code SHADY at Relatable.com slash WhoKilledMia. That's Relatable.com slash WhoKilledMia and use code SHADY for 20% off. Celeb news stalkers, it's your time to shine. Thank you to Relatable for sponsoring today's episode. Dude, but back to the alien thing, but not back to the alien thing, because I don't know if these are considered mm-hmm. aliens. Did I ever talk about on here how, like, they say in, like, the Appalachian Mountains, there's, like, creatures that, like, take people and they try to communicate with them. And if you communicate back, that's when they'll take you. No, but I've been hearing a lot about the Appalachians lately. Okay, so I'm convinced. So we have, like, woods. Wood, really? I can't say woods? woods. We have some woods by our house. No way. No, but, dude, I swear to God, a creature was trying to communicate Shut with me the in the middle up. of Don't the night. Don't say anything to it. I well, I kind of did. I well, fucked up. So listen, I literally, I started freaking no, out. You got a crazy look in your eyes. I started freaking out and I literally screamed, woke up Evan. And I was like, get down here now. Because I thought like in my head, I pictured a creature coming and grabbing Lottie while she was shitting. <laughs> I was like, Evan, get down here. So anyway, so I'm out there. And like, it's middle of the night because Lottie will just like randomly have to shit in the middle of the night, which... I mean, at least she lets us know, but <laughs> thank so, God so, she could ship on my head. Like I've said before. Um, so I take her out and I'm like, all the lights are on so I can see what's going on. And I hear like crying in the back. And I think I've told you this one other time I've said it's a reoccurring instance. Yes. One other time. It sounds like a fucking puppy crying. And supposedly if I like were to be like, communicating back is everything fine you'd be taken i'd be taken and i didn't communicate with it but i started like trying to rush lottie so i was like lottie come on response yeah okay but what if it thinks i'm talking you're not you're clearly talking to lottie i don't know man so um yeah i recently had an encounter with super clear Laddie before no, so and I, after each sentence. I wake up Evan. He comes out like in his boxers, standing on the deck, and he's like, "What? What's going on?" And I'm like, "I'm communicating with the creature in the woods. It's fake crying." And he's like, Bro. "So confused." He's like, "What are you talking about?" I'm like, "Just get Lottie in the house now." Anyways, we all ended up living, and nothing came out. But um, yet I have to. I just have to say this too. <laughs> what goes on so i'm picturing like i'm picturing like a creature right now you know like in the woods yeah <laughs> for, some <laughs> reason, for some reason i'm just picturing doja cat <laughs> and i have to tell you something what do you have to do <laughs> like recently at night when i've gotten like scared or like woken up in the middle of the night i dead ass picture don't <laughs> in the corner of my room and like crawling on the ceiling and it's so terrifying and so it's safe to say i can't listen to her music anymore anyway i think that's what she wants <laughs> we're getting way up that is exactly what she wants i don't know if she wants people picturing her in her room at night but is she from the appalachian oh my god anyways maybe that's who i was communicating with <laughs> you're anyway. crying because it's actually hilarious that that's true um <laughs> anyway let's since we're talking about music we've got a lot of music stuff going on so we, we do let's get into some tour updates um taylor swift <laughs> not over it hold on <laughs> maybe you take this one um all right everybody so taylor swift has announced that the heirs tour is coming to an amc theater near you this october um so we all saw this coming but the time is now what do you mean why are you looking at me like you didn't see this was coming we all knew a documentary was coming I she think the specifically with- AMC thing is what's throwing me off. But Oh, yeah. It was specifically AMC. Now it's expanded to other theaters. Um, but apparently her dad is like mutual friends with someone who is mutual friends with an AMC executive. And that's how they made the deal for Taylor to exclusively go to AMC with her documentary. 
since then, obviously, it's gone to other theaters. But Interesting. they made this entire deal on their own, no studio involvement, like no like film studio, and they complied with all of the SAG-AFTRA um, regulations. What do you like with pay and stuff? With like the strike going on right um, now, that it probably would have made it difficult to work with this day so many things are getting either canceled or postponed until right. like 2025 right so, so hers is coming out this, this year, year and filmed this year so that's gonna be very exciting to see i will be there opening night um if you can get tickets i already I got like, my ticket did you i'm in taylor Swift fan club i gotta be honest i when i heard this i wasn't even excited because i immediately thought Great. Just another thing for me to get excluded from. Well, it's not only on October 13th. It'll be in the theaters for as long as any movie would be in theaters. Yeah, I know. But I still feel like everyone's going to sell the tickets <laughs> out. And I'm just sick it of it. Be. I just want. I'll like, go with you to see it. I just want as a normal, not like crazy fan to be able to see well, then I wouldn't recommend night one because there's I'm not going to do that. I would never there's already been a lot of like TikToks and like disputes on are we sitting or are we standing? And this is my PSA to all Swifties that may listen to this. It's a movie theater. We're going to sit. We're going to enjoy the movie, but we're going to sit. You will not catch me standing up during a movie at the movie theater. That's my hot take. Here. I did not watch the trailer. I feel like that's a cancelable offense. I, I um, think it's okay. And my question you to you okay. is, is it like a behind the scenes of the tour or is it like no. literally this show? I think it's going to literally be the show because the runtime of the movie is two hours and 45 minutes and her set is typically over three hours. So it's definitely cut down. So I think like a lot of like the interludes between sets have been cut out. Or like the standing ovations, the clapping, like a lot of that's been cut down to fit this two hours and 45 minutes. Um, I would have been way more interested to see what was going on behind the scenes. I think she's going to do one of those too. And my guess is she's going to have something like that come out on like a Disney Plus or a streaming service. Because she's done behind the scenes on like a lot of the making of her albums in those places. Interesting. Not. At AMC. Like, I would just theater. love to see her genuine reaction to, like, even when tickets were going on sale, when, like, yes. all that shit went down I with Ticketmaster. Like, I would, I want to see that. I want to know how she came up with the entire concept behind the Eras tour, how she decided yeah. the set list and which Eras were going to go first, her dance for, like, I want the full on. I just want her reactions to like yeah. the craziness that has been going on with like surrounding it. Yeah, it's been a lot. Like, I just want to see her genuine response. It's um, history. I'm a part of it. Okay. <laughs> um. Also, the Beyonce tour. I feel like this has been getting just as much like it's been getting a lot lately. of hype. Blue was the star for a while. For a while, she was truly stealing the show every weekend. Um, but now. Since it was in, it's in California now. Yeah, she was in LA, LA this past weekend. So everybody went, and they're kind of the stars of the show now. So Zendaya and Tom Holland went, which I figured you were thrilled to see. I was so happy to see them out having fun together, smiling, interacting with the crowd. Yeah, it was also Beyonce's 42nd birthday, so she was performing mm -hmm. on her birthday. Yes, she was. And I, what I want to know is because there was a long, long list of celebrities there for her birthday. Did Beyonce invite all these celebrities there? Did some of them just choose to go that weekend because they knew it was her birthday, but Beyonce didn't say to come? You know what I mean? Right. Like, was it planned for them to all come? Exactly. I'm sure with some of them, maybe, but who's to say? Like... Did Beyonce specifically invite Vanessa Hutchins? Um, I don't know. Yeah. But did she specifically invite Zendaya? I would yes. think yes, because she literally screamed, Zendaya, Zendaya is what she said. Zendaya, I love you, while on a horse floating, floating in the, the air. air. So that I would say like, oh, she Dude, probably that invited was iconic. Him. That was incredible. What do you think the relationship is there? I feel like they're like family. 
I feel how, like, like well, how would that happen? Like, how did that start? That is so I like, because I, I remember it. when it was like at a fashion show or something they and it hugging. went viral because they like hugged and basically Beyonce's security wasn't letting like anybody come say Near hi. Her. And there was obviously a lot of celebrities. There it was a fashion show. Like, I think it was in like mm-hmm. Paris or something. And, but the security specifically like, grabbed Zendaya to like come say hi to Beyonce and they were like that never happens what the hell is this relationship and now I'm kind of wondering I feel like they got to be really close but another relationship I want to see how this played out is Zendaya is co-stars with Timothy Chalamet who was also there with Kylie Jenner and like, what was, the, like, I just can't picture a world of, like, Tom Holland being around the Kardashians. Like, I feel like he's so down to earth and normal. And not that the Kardashians aren't, but I, I just mean, feel just like they live world. two different lifestyles. Well, that's what everyone's saying about Timothy and Kylie just in general. I didn't believe they were really together until I saw them. I don't know. Beyonce I, show. I feel like people just assume, like... I don't know. Like, they know their personality of Timothy because of, like, things he's done. Right. Like, you don't know what he's actually... Or even Kylie. Like, I feel like Kylie has never really showed her full personality. Because she's been hiding it since she was younger. Yeah, so you don't truly know. Like, they could have things in common that you just don't know about. But it is weird because for some reason in my head... There's a hair in the side of my Mm -hmm. head. For some reason in my head, Timothy is, like, so young... And it's not that right. Kylie's not, but like she has children and stuff. So right. in my mind, it's just like they're not the same age. Yeah. I don't know. Or they're not in the same world. No, that's the exact way I feel about like Tom Holland and the Kardashians. Like they both exist as A-list celebrities, but not in the same world of A-list celebrities, which is clearly right. untrue because- they run they were. in similar circles. We're both in like the same VIP section. But what I want to know is, okay, so when it comes time for, like Timothy Chalamet is about to be in like a lot of movies that are coming out. I'm pretty sure Dune, the second installment of that is coming out sometime this fall or next year. Wonka is coming out at some point, either this fall, next year, not sure the exact dates. Like, is Kylie going to go walk the red carpet with him? Or is he going to continue to do those endeavors alone? Girl Boss Town thinks that she's going to continue to, Kylie is going to continue to like soft launch the relationship mm-hmm. by like him being in the background during Thanksgiving and then like and holidays, full blown post him in his, in for his birthday after At the end Christmas. of the year. Yeah. Cause his birthday is like right after Christmas or something. I could see that. I could definitely see that happening. I would love to see him on the new season of the Kardashians. Or whenever they that would be so weird, wouldn't I, yeah. it be? It would be weird, but like I feel like everyone felt the same thing when Kim was dating Pete, and they were like, "I can't imagine seeing him on the Kardashians." Yeah, but like I really can't imagine seeing Timothy Chalamet. Yeah, it's definitely um, it's just a pairing I just never expected. I just feel like I don't know. I'll think on some like Timothy Chalamet. Just feels like seems so like Gen Z celebrity idols where the Kardashians feel very like millennial celebrity idols. I agree with that. Um, But also just supposedly I saw a video. um, Supposedly Beyonce Mm. rubbed her belly. Did she? During performing and like it was with like a lyric that made people believe that she was possibly announcing a pregnancy. So you were referring to Beyonce with Beyonce. that. You were texting me about this, and for some reason, I thought you meant Kylie. Well, no. Oh, my <laughs> God, no. Um, no, I I feel like it's a similar situation with when Rihanna, Rihanna did was it announcing at the Super Bowl. it. And everyone was like, don't make assumptions. The fuck? Yes. And then it was like, and that's was exactly like, what true. she was trying to do. And, like, it was so subtle that, again, like, how do you, I don't know if it was what she was trying to do. But people think so. I guess we'll wait and see what that happened. But it's kind of similar situation to this Joe Jonas and Sophie Mm. Turner getting a divorce. When this first came out, I literally was like, 
it's giving me and Evan at the club not making out, so we're yep. splitting up. Yep, trouble in paradise. Yeah, and so I was like, they're bored. Like something, this is not true. And then literally the next day, it's confirmed that Joe Jonas filed for divorce for irreconcilable differences. Mm. Um, and I was like, how that? First of all, where the fuck does TMZ get their information? I was thinking the same thing because it. They broke the news that they are Where officially was, no longer together and the files were filed. Yes, but they said that they were heading for divorce the day before he filed. And right. there were no signs of turmoil. Like she was at the concert. The he was ring. wearing the ring. Yeah, but then he wore the ring after that. Which is and odd. And in post, he wore it. And even a post today when he filed, he was wearing the ring. So... There was really no signs of it, I guess, besides the TMZ article. Yeah. That was the only thing that would have led people to be like, oh, they yeah, got we knew sources that. everywhere. It's so but scary. I've been seeing people online saying that they think that Joe's team is trying to get ahead of a situation that they might be trying to like cover up. Yeah. That there's more to the story. And this is all just pure pure speculation. As we've known, as we've witnessed firsthand. As we've witnessed firsthand. But people are saying like, oh, Sophie wants to go party. Like she's like a big party girl. But at the same time, there's all these receipts coming out of Sophie saying, oh, I'm a, I'm a homebody. Them two being together and being like, oh, of the two of you who likes to party more or who's the homebody and pointing at Sophie for the homebody and Joe social for the part. Yeah, yeah. He being a social butterfly and her not being able to keep like when I read that, I was like, I don't picture her as somebody who just wants to party. I mean, same again. We don't know. I feel like that was the other thing I was kind of shocked about. I saw someone explaining in a video like they are so private. You do not know if that's true. Like she never right. said when she was pregnant with her first kid. We don't even know the names of her kids. Like there's so much information. Never posted about their wedding until like a year later when it was right. done with. They are like, very, they are very private. private actually. Like even though they're very public people, they're mm -hmm. private with that. And so like we actually don't know what mm -hmm. goes on. And again, like that's we know that firsthand, but it's like. We don't know. Like, I don't know. It's just one of those situations where I'm like, it's crazy how they pr like predict, I guess predicted, but like obviously they had a source, but it's just wild. I, I did not see that coming. And it was so funny because I think you showed me there was a girl like dressing in the Game of Thrones outfit for the yes. Jonas Brothers tour. <laughs> and she's like, she's what, like, am I what do I do now? now? That's so unfortunate. I was such a big Game of Thrones fan. Were too. you really? Yeah. I never watched it. Oh my I heard God. it's like pretty like gory and there's like a lot True. of like killing in That's it. That's the facts. And I just feel like I wouldn't do well with all of that. It's still really good though. However, I did watch Squid Games when that came out. I'm pretty sure they're coming out with another one. They sh I hope so. I, that's what they said back when it came out. What was that? Back in the day. Last two years ago now? It feels like so long ago. I don't know. I was really looking forward to season two, but I don't know. But yeah, um, yeah, that's been going on. What else? Oh my god, mm. romper stomper, bro, dude. I kind of have a hot take on this. I feel like there's no way. So th the story is, if you don't know, the romper stomper. Basically, this girl comes out of the porta potty to her mom being like beat, beat up. up by two girls and so she just comes in and like saves the day just grabs these girls off her mom just completely ko's them they're they're out of the picture mm -hmm. um and so she's gone viral everyone's on her side like she saved her mom she's a hero whatever i don't know whatever drop as much as you can be a hero for uh <laughs> beating someone's <laughs> ass for right kicking your mom um but the story that she's saying is like, oh, basically, I accidentally cut this huge line at the porta potty, mm -hmm. went to the bathroom. My mom was guarding the door, mm -hmm. which again, like if the mom's guarding the door, she obviously knew like Something you guys knew up. you cut. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so she was like, I accidentally cut. And that was like why it all started, because basically everyone in line got pissed like they cut. Yeah. And the mom was like, whatever, defending her for cutting. And that's how the whole fight supposedly started. Yeah. But like, 
I gotta say, there's no way. We've been in so many situations. Like, there's never been a situation with a porta potty line where I haven't wanted to, tried, or actually cut the line and knew exactly what I was doing. You do. It's like a situation. You're obviously drunk. You're at a concert. You're like, oh my God, I have to go so fucking bad. Like, yeah. I'm going to piss myself. Yeah. And so you just think maybe if I. Well, she fucked up because what you got to do in those situations is you can't just like act like you're just like, oh, I got to pee. You you got to be like, I got to fucking puke right now and I need to go to the bathroom. And then people will typically move. Typically, they don't want to get thrown up on or shit on, which leads us to our next story. Shit's bad. Of literally a guy somehow shitting down the aisle. I had to say that because I need you to know how serious this is. Pooping down the aisle of a Delta airplane. Now, can you just picture this? You're sitting on Sounds a plane. Sounds like some spirit shit. You're sitting on a plane. You're crowded, shoulder to shoulder. Legs are tight. You can't move. It, and, and you know what? In some situations, it's hot in there. It's a little steamy in there already. When you take but off, steamy. When you take off and you land, it does get cold, though, once you're in the air. But when you take off and land, sometimes it's steamy in there. And I really this don't like guy, that you said that so many times. Steamy and moist. Anyway, um, I'm so sorry. This guy somehow gets pooped down the aisle of the plane, and so bad. Basically, seems impossible. So bad that they land the plane, turn around, and land the plane instead of going. Because the general consensus on the plane was that it actually smelled so bad that they didn't give a shit. Literally, this guy gave a shit. Didn't care. They wanted to go back and get off the plane because of how bad. And the pilot had to radio in saying, like, I think it's a biohazard. Yeah. And I just, I don't understand. Like, this is not, they were not in space. They were not in a zero gravity situation where the poop could just (laughs) fling around. (laughs) How did it get from point A to point B to point C? So the only thing I could think of. I don't want to know. Was... (laughs) Why did I think of it? We um, need a trigger warning. The only thing I could think of was potentially if he was like wearing shorts and accidentally had a little shart and then like got up to go to the bathroom <laughs> and it like fell out his la- pant leg. You know what I mean? No. Don't picture it now. But anyway, that was the only scenario that I could think of. Um, I can't imagine being on this plane because I truly would have had to push people out of the way to go to the bathroom to vomit. No, because if I was hearing do you all know how many people this? were probably gagging in their seats like vomiting. And if I hear other people starting to gag and I like could, they're even talking about it now, I could. So same. And I feel bad for everyone that had to listen to this, but like that's just worst case scenario. You think you're going to Spain and nope, you're right back in wherever you came from. I think it was like Atlanta or something. Like, it's just such a tragic situation. And also imagine being that guy in the whole, you're sitting in your seat. Like obviously this wasn't on purpose. I hope unless it's like a fetish thing, but obviously it wasn't on purpose. So you're, you're this guy, you just <laughs> shit your pants and went everywhere. And now everyone around you is just like, oh. I pray to God it never comes to light whoever this man was because whoever did it, they could never live it down. It got so bad you had to turn a plane around like that. The general, the whole plane agreed. It smells so bad. I don't care about my trip or my money. Turn this plane around. And I heard that they tore the carpet out of the plane. They tore it up. Are they going to fine him for that? <laughs> like, I want to know what the financial compensation for those people on that plane is going to be. Because all I saw was a like apology. I don't even think Delta had to, I don't even think they addressed what the situation was. I think they just put, we are sincerely like (laughs) sorry for the situation at hand. And then they landed eight hours after like what their arrival was supposed to be. I would want free flights for a very long time. They're probably going to do something. I free flights. Yeah. It was a disastrous situation. A lot of disasters. But speaking of disastrous situations, mm. Burning Man was literally considered a natural, a nat, a what? <laughs> Words. A who? Natural disaster, wasn't it? I, I think. What the hell was it called? Burning Man. No. 
<laughs> um, so if you don't know Burning Man, seems like my own personal nightmare is a week-long, large-scale desert campout focused on community art, self-expression, and self-reliance held what annually. What is this? What do you mean? I just Googled. It was considered a national disaster, but it came up right away. Officials confirmed an Ebola outbreak at no, Burning no, no. Man. That was false information that was spread. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it sounds right. <laughs> right after false. false. Perfect. <laughs> so now it's down here. No, but oh, it's my bad. this is what really got me. So I um started doing some research into Burning Man because in my mind, I've always pictured it as this like this like vacant desert of nothing. And that's literally what it fucking is. It's in, I, I found the first timer's guide. It stated, we don't, they don't book acts or provide entertainment. What happens here is totally up to you. There's no corporate sponsorship. You are entering a decommified, decommified space where participants value who you are and not what you have. You, there are no spectators. You are expected to participate, collaborate, be inclusive, creative, connective, and clean up after yourself. Yeah. Like, there's, you just go there and, like, whatever happens, happens. I mean, I think at this point, because it's been going on for so long, everybody does kind of know who's going to come or not. Like, Diplo went and, like, I think he did a set. In a hot air balloon. Yeah. So, basically, people, it's... It's very reputable, so, like, people do go, and they get, like, pretty big names to go. Yeah, but that's just, uh, there. there's no plan, there's no... It's definitely different than a typical, a normal, like, festival. festival. Yeah. No, it is. They have a survival guide. Yeah. A literal survival guide. I read it, and it, it says some stuff in there. Some stuff I, that I think they might want to edit after what happened this year. Uh-oh. Like what? They were just like, what did they say in there? They were, Burning Man is fun. Getting ill or injured, well, not so fun. Here's some things to keep in mind about the Black Rock Desert. It's one of those strikingly beautiful and utterly eternal locations in the world. Will ev The world will ever try to kill you. Oh, most strikingly beautiful and utterly... Utterly there are no locations, locations in the world, world that, that will ever, ever try, try to, to kill, kill you. you. Yeah, that's um cryptic. I don't like that. Yeah, I mean, they did follow that with, okay, maybe we're being a little bit dramatic. But they weren't. No, they weren't because this but was... to be fair, they said before, I'm pretty sure before everybody went, which was like 70,000 people got stranded, they said not to go because that desert used to be like a lake or something so it's pretty like deep and easy to get like that um that, plat whatever that mud whatever the mud there's a specific name for the mud that situation that was happening there something not the good. playa i feel like they kept calling it the playa i don't know but it used to be a lake so dried up and if it gets wet it's not good and it gets like that where you can barely like get out of it, it basically sucks everything in yeah um, so they told everybody in advance not to go. And also there was another warning sign because climate activists were blocking the road in originally. For hours on opening day. Yes. Yeah, and like turn around, whatever. Um, and so listened to they them. had a, a lot of warnings of not to go and they ended up going um, anyway. But people had to walk like five plus miles to get out, I guess. Yeah, Diplo and Chris Rock. Chris Rock, who also made it to Beyonce's concert for her birthday that was same we weekend. We need to fucking unpack this right now because Chris Rock, we spotted him at Lala. So he's at Lala, Burning Man. Wait, where was he at Lala? He was seeing, um, I want to believe that they said, it, the people we were with saw him at Lil Yachty. Shut up, really? Yes. And he's so he was around. Yes. He's there. He's at Burning Man. He's at Beyonce. He was walking What's into Beyonce right behind the Kardashians, too. Wanna hang out with him? Let's kind let's, of. He seems to have the hookup. And him and Diplo were just cruising out of there after their five or six mile walk. And Diplo had another show in DC, made it to that. Chris Rock was just talking about how he wanted to fucking cold brew. So I think we could be best friends. I, I 
yeah that sounds about he's right he's going to festivals he's drinking cold brew that's all he cares he's about getting out safely. he's getting out safely we gotta find a way to tag along with chris rock um he's yeah. got the hookup somehow some way i always think it's so interesting to see like random people kind of like that that get interested obviously everybody loves music it's like a universal thing yeah but when you see somebody like that at all these places you're like what is going on yeah like i don't know he's just what a having guy, a good man. time That's, living I'm ha- life I'm happy for him like i guess me too I'm jealous of him um yeah so that was a mess i still don't totally understand the burning man concept so i guess on the last day they burn the man they burn the man which who builds the man um i don't know because apparently there's it seems like there's no order there so how do they ensure there's always a man somebody must volunteer to do it i don't know interesting you know um i guess there's a lot of questions i have about it Mm -hmm. um and i'll never know no i won't either i won't it really sounds scary to me i feel like burning something in the desert too like it just goes so and they still did it after their days of potentially being stranded there Mm mm-hmm and all mm, mm, mm-hmm. mm, mm. well we had another festival fail mm. this one was in the city though so there was ways out but there was barely barely i heard this one was actually almost just as bad so izu festival which is mm-hmm. electric zoo festival happens in new york it's been happening there since t- 2009 so it's a three-day festival or it was supposed to be this year mm-hmm. but on day one they canceled the first day because the main stage was not finished getting built. Let me tell you, if Lollapalooza ever pulled that, I'd be so mad. I can't imagine. And then Saturday was open, but the waits were over four hours long for Will Call. And I guess majority of festival goers had to go to Will Call because their bracelets didn't come in the mail before like enough in advance they didn't send them out so people waited four hours in line at will call just to get in on saturday and basically only saw the last performer then on sunday organizers started turning ticket holders away saying that it was at capacity so then people just said fuck it and ran through the barricades um so obviously it was very unsafe in there it was definitely over capacity and then people were saying that when the show was going on on Saturday, there were screens broken, sound issues, unfinished stages, not enough workers. So apparently this whole thing happened because Izu was bought in 2022 mm-hmm. by new owners. And supposedly oh. they, had, they hadn't done festivals before. So people are thinking that that's why it basically went to shit this year. But now everybody's like, I don't know if I would ever go back because also That's these crowds, tough. it was like just a safety hazard and like yeah. not enough security, not enough workers and just like not Can't safe. have that. Cannot have that. And on the same tune, we have another big red flag safety hazard problematic festival being planned because Firefest 2 pre-sale is now available. I'm not even sure they can call themselves Firefest 2 because it sounds like this is Firefest what 4 now. We got Burning Man oh, yeah. c- catastrophe, we've got Izu and then Firefest. The second take and it's so wild to me that any investor would be willing to do this after the guy who was behind Firefest 1 literally went to prison oh for fraud but he used his time to write a 50 page document on how he was going to make it better and let me tell you i do not think 50 pages would be enough to fix what happened at firefest part one if you go to prison for something probably come out and don't do it again that's i'm pretty sure that's like the rehabilitation part of going there to learn from your mistakes. And maybe that's what he tried to do with this document, but like maybe don't directly recreate it. Maybe do something something else with your time to impact the world. Not him. Hmm. Um, but supposedly this is supposed to happen by the end of 2024. Tickets no date. start. <laughs> we're, at, we're out to a good start. No date, but you can buy tickets now. Doesn't sound like fraud to me. That's not Doesn't how you sound go about like a scam to planning me. Planning anything. Um Tickets are up for sale starting at $4.99, ranging to $7,999. So cheap. No problem. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I, I saw a video of him promoting it and he was like, I spent my however many days in solitary confinement coming up with a way. It's like, what? That's the sounds... fact that that can come out of your mouth and you don't think like, wait, I should rethink this. Um, yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I guess we'll see what happens um, if it happens at all or if he just takes everyone's money and goes back to prison for fraud again. I don't know. Oh, gosh. All right. I don't Let's, even know. We, we started this episode on a high note with some shady stories. Let's end it with some shady stories. Wow. Beautiful. <laughs> Full circle moment. So this is actually a shady story number one is an update on our cousin. I'm Googling beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) You got caught in HD. Um, Yeah, you're staring at me. It's weird. Because I was trying to think of a way to say, like, I didn't want to say, like, I don't, I didn't want to say, like, what I was going to say because it wasn't true. Um, I was going to say. You're just going to lie? No, I was going to say, like, the folk that was coming to my head was cousin fucker, but, like, I don't know why. And I think that's from like South Park or something. I don't know. Anyway, it wasn't true anyways because they never did that. And and we Our appreciate home this Alabama person story. anyway because yes, because they gave us an update and we I'm don't get that it. a lot and we ask for that a lot. Yeah, so we appreciate you and I'm going to read it right now. It has a title by the way. Right now. It's it's called Acute question mark update on my family business. Last weekend, we met up in a cafe and I just did it. I told him everything in one breath, showed the DNA results and our mom's Christmas pictures they took years ago. And before he processed the whole situation and said something, I left the place. The poor guy looked super confused, if not terrified. And I decided to give him some time and space to dwell on it, thinking it was only fair since it took me a couple of days to embrace that shit myself. However, he reached out to me a day later and invited me to his house. I bought vodka on my way there. We got drunk and talked about everything openly without the awkward silence we shared in that cafe. He said our relationship shouldn't be doomed because of something we didn't know or couldn't have known and that he would be happy to get to know me better as a cousin, of course. It's still pretty fucking weird to look at him and think, oh God, he's my cousin, but I do believe it should get less icky with time. I'll try my best to move on as soon as possible. At the end of the day, he is my cousin indeed. So yeah, next weekend I'm going bowling with him and his siblings to try to work on our family drama and also because he said, wow, now you got to meet my little brother because he hasn't taken a DNA test yet, lol, and get comfortable around each other again. Thank you for your advice, ladies. P.S. Also, Britt, we live in Vermont now, but our family does come from Alabama, so sweet home it is. Ha ha. I'm so happy that I somehow hit the nail on that. It was a lucky, <laughs> it was a lucky, lucky, guess. lucky guess. Um, yeah, that's crazy. I mean, I'm glad it's like kind of a happy ending. They're going to be cousins, but how weird is that? Like, they're going to be cousins. They're going to be cousins <laughs> yeah. now. Um, but it is weird because like she said, like she's trying to move on and it's like this awkward feeling of like, I liked this guy. Right. But I, it's fucked up that, because I know this now. That's going to take some time. I was very happy the way it ended because at the point when she, when it said I bought dude my hat just bothering me today sorry um the point where it said I bought vodka on my way there we got drunk I was you like could have went slippery slope Whoa, downhill real we're quick we're really getting into and then they were gonna work on their relationship then I would have been right what I first said that wasn't true but um, it's not it's not we kept it classy we kept it yeah. cute and now you're getting more family so right and that'd be a funny story but like. My question is like, does the little brother know? You know I don't I really mean? get that part about the DNA thing. Like, is oh, he might not be your little brother then? Or yeah, like, like they might be able to hook up. I think it was a joke. Oh. They were just joking. Oh. They're just making light just of the situation. Ha-ha. Just a um, little hee. <laughs> yeah. So I think I'm gonna give this a ten out of ten because I'm just really happy that we got the update. Me too. Ten out of ten. And that hopefully they laughed at my joke because they are from Alabama. Shady story number two. My best friend was dating a guy who was such a creep. I got a bad feeling about him the day I met him. He was love bombing her and she was falling for it. He was doing everything for her around the house, which then made it seem like she needed him. They were always together and she stopped seeing friends. 
We could all see the red flags, but she was so far in, she couldn't see anything. One day, she announced she was engaged. And then I found out she actually bought her own ring because he wasn't financially able to do so. She was also paying for everything. And every time they went out, she paid for it. He paid for nothing. Eventually, when she couldn't afford to pay for their outings, she just stayed at home with him seven days a week. She never left the house. So I had to do something before she made the biggest mistake of her life. So I got, so I got to work. I started digging into his life and she failed to tell me was that he was on probation for a horrible crime, a crime that involved a woman, but she believed him. His probation was pretty strict and he was breaking some of his probation rules. So I anonymously emailed the probation officer and told them. They caught him and he went back to jail for two years. I have no regrets. She is no longer engaged to him and she can finally see what was happening. She still doesn't know it was me. Bum, bum, bum. Dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. I think you did the right thing. I'm proud of you. I also think that was probably the right thing to do there. Um, I don't even think this is shady. I think that is just. This is just justice being served. Wow, that could have been your quote. That was beautiful. Um, yeah, I agree. I don't think this was shady. This was the I right thing to do. Another ten out of ten. <laughs> I think this would be like a zero out of ten because oh, it's not shady. Oh, yeah, but like ten out of ten because because justice you did was the right served. <laughs> truth is truth. That's something you haven't heard in a minute. That's true. Mm-hmm. Ooh, true. Damn straight. Truth <laughs> is truth. Okay. Shady story number three. In high school, during an English class, some of my friends were constantly laughing and passing notes, which made the teacher have to constantly shush them. As the class was coming to an end, they didn't stop their behavior, and as a result, the teacher decided to punish them. This happened on a Friday, and they spent the entire weekend being upset about what had happened and saying bad things about the teacher. The next week during class, one of them called the teacher while another asked to go to the bathroom. While the teacher was distracted with one of them, the other went by the teacher's desk and quickly took their car keys and left, and the third one was on the lookout to see if anyone had noticed. At the end of the class, they all left quickly. I didn't know what to do because I knew the teacher would realize that the keys were missing. I sent several messages to the group chat we had and said it would be better for them to return the keys tomorrow and say that they found it. The next day, all the students were warned to immediately turn in any car keys they found. They still refused to do so, and when I confronted them about it, they threatened to accuse me of being involved if I reported them. In the end, nobody ever found out what happened, and no one suspected that someone had stolen the keys. But I always felt guilty about what happened, even though I hadn't done anything. I knew what had happened. Would you have done? What would you have done in my place? I would have done the same damn thing. I would have done nothing because I'm not good at conflict <laughs> resolution. Um, yeah, I probably wouldn't have done anything as well, which is <laughs> terrible. Um, really good advice for you out there. We are not the ones to ask. So I guess don't feel guilty about it. I think that was like the natural reaction to do. And I was thinking like at first when I read the story, Did I was you- like, this isn't that shady. But then I was thinking, imagine being like stuck at school, like your teacher. Well, it's the weekend. Not even just stuck at school. You're, you're stuck at work at that point. Yeah. Let me tell you. I have a fear of <laughs> getting stuck at work. No, I <laughs> close though. I take so many people when we are in the office, they just leave their purse at their desk all the time, which is fine. I'm not concerned about like other people at work stealing my purse. But what I am concerned with is if there was ever a fucking fire in my building and I didn't have my purse on me, so I had to leave without my keys, I'm not going to be able to get home. So not only will have there been a fire, but now I'm stuck down here and I can't get home. I want to be able to drive home. Yeah, that's. So ew. I keep my freaking purse on me at all times because I want my car keys and to be able to get home at any given point in time. <laughs> I want to be able to leave the situation. Um, yes. Yeah. I feel like people don't think about that enough. <laughs> this is a PSA. Yeah. Um, yeah, at first I was like, it's not that big a deal. But then I was like, that would actually fucking suck. I thought that they were going to take the car and like crash it or too, something. Like too. I really thought that's where it was going. But honestly, think about it. Like, have you ever had to get new keys for your car? I feel like it'd be such a hassle. No, because I have a spare key. I mean, same, but like. It would be a know. hassle. It would just be a hassle. I mean, yeah. And, and then what, you have to like Uber home from 
work. That's what people have to do if there's ever a fire in our building because no one keeps their damn keys I on guess them. We're like actually being dramatic because like some people don't have cars and that's true. That we are being a little bit dramatic. <laughs> yeah, like it's not that Uber. Big of a there's deal. actually there's actually a plethora of yeah like, <laughs> different options out there. But I would just like the comfort of knowing you being able to be to in control of the situation <laughs> if there was a fire. I guess in the level of pettiness from the kids' point of view, that was probably like such a big deal. Like they were probably Dude, like probably talk about that <laughs> to this day. Like at every their time high school they, reunion, yeah. they're like, remember, remember that time we, we stole Mrs. Yeah, Mrs. Whatever her name is, is Mrs. Puff's keys is crazy. Mrs. Puff, <laughs> yeah. Dude, really quickly. I know yes. it's like the end of the podcast, but I just have to say that. Did you see the conspiracy that Mrs. Puff is, is actually a like a criminal? <laughs> yes, I okay. have. Um, so if you haven't, go look that up and join our Patreon to see bonus content. And remember, everything has beauty, but not everyone sees it. And that's <laughs> the end of this episode. We will see you guys next week. Bye, everyone. Bye.